kick, kick, kick. Oh, that's kick, Cameron. Kick, he kick. he he likes to kick, kick, kick people. Kick, <laughs> kick, kick. Wow. Kick, kick, kick. That's so interesting. Kick, kick, kick. You were such a scamp. That's fair. It is season eight, episode ten of the Whales Are Whales pod. Cast. 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 I am Brian. I'm very tired. Joining me today is Cameron. I am very tired. And Steven. Hi, I'm Steven. Bouncing off the walls, caffeine. Let's go, go, go. And Ben would have been here, but he was so tired that he didn't even be here. <laughs> that he didn't even yes. be here. <laughs> that he didn't even be here. That sounds um, like a poorly written children's story we're yep. telling. He was so tired that he didn't even be here. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine like, being the teacher reading that to their class. Yeah, so they stop and they go, yeah, okay, yeah. that was not proper. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Do you, fix see, it in you post. were you joking with the caffeine? Have you had caffeine recently? Do you, no, no, I haven't. I was just, you know, being a goofball. Do you guys still do coffee in the morning typically or? No. I don't know. Um, do you guys do caffeine at all? No. no good good that's awesome yeah <laughs> no i haven't done caffeine at all in over two years and i would Whoa. drink decaf coffee for a while but i haven't even done that so. Whoa, like you haven't had a, a soda with caffeine in it oh i'm sure i've had that though i try to have like sprite or something when i have soda oh okay well i was okay that makes more sense i was gonna say i no think i caffeine. very occasionally like drink a soda that has caffeine sure sure that's about it yeah i uh when you start having anxiety, you just, for me, I'm like, well, just stop drinking caffeine. That's not going to yeah. help. <laughs> and caffeine same thing is so... when you have digestion issues. So we're really on the yeah. same page here. Really? Yeah. Coffee is famous yeah. to, oh, to coffee. mess with your, yeah. yeah. Got it. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. I, I, you know, I work in a, I work at schools and so I get the whole yeah. water cool, cooler talk, you know, and everyone's like, yeah. coffee, and yeah. it's just, it, it cracks me up what people say about coffee and caffeine. And yeah. I'm like, if, yeah. if you replace the word coffee with the word cocaine, we would yes. all sound insane. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we are all so hopelessly addicted to this stuff. It, I don't drink coffee yeah. anymore, but I, I do take a little bit of caffeine in the morning. Not a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. Only about 50 milligrams, which is like half a cup of coffee. Um, Not bad at all. Yeah. No, I, I want to be completely gone out of it, though. But I just, yeah. some mornings when you get you've headaches had six when hours you don't, of sleep. Or are you just too tired? No, just too tired. Um, I actually don't yeah. get withdrawals. I, I'm actually really good at stopping doing things um, <laughs> when I want to. Yeah. I quit smoking yeah. like cold turkey instantly. Uh, and yeah. I, I can also go off caffeine without too much problems. But yeah. I just I just use it because I literally am so tired. I can't even yeah. be awake because my I sleep is so I bet if you crap. didn't have to get up early, you could get off it pretty easily because then you could just probably. go back to sleep and stuff. Yeah, if I could sleep um, as much as I want, I wouldn't probably do any caffeine at all. Yeah, I don't... Ca- coffee was definitely most helpful to me when I was getting up at like six every morning. Yeah. Um, but... I'm not so <laughs> I'm jealous. Yeah, I know. I, I have to admit my my schedule is I, I very much like my schedule sleep schedule <laughs> like it is. <laughs> yeah. Steven, you missed me telling Brian earlier. I got up this morning because I've been riding my bike um in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um and I got up this morning at six and I and I walked out to the living room and I was, I was gonna put my shoes on to start going riding, and I just kind of sat down on the couch accidentally and I was mm-hmm. like 
I can't, I can't, I can't get up. And I just sat there for an hour until I took a shower and went to work. <laughs> yeah. I Actually, never mind. Yeah. It was literally like, I, I want to go ride a bike. Okay. But now it's comfy. I, I've done that before on like a day when I'm exhausted and I'll like lie down on my back to start doing yoga and then the <laughs> yeah. yoga doesn't happen. Yes. <laughs> I had that I had that happen to me today after after the bike riding came and like time to cool down and some stretches, but I'll start by laying here on the mat. And I basically did that through the whole stretch time. Oh, that was uh, a good stretch. <laughs> it was <laughs> Yeah. Well, you, you wondered uh, what would happen if we continued all podcasting together through, you know, our late twenties <laughs> and into middle age. And this is yes, this is, this what is about what you did. This is it. Yeah. yeah. Um I'm trying to think of something young I did recently. Uh, young. I mm. went did you play some Fortnite? I did actually play uh-huh. some Fortnite, but yeah. I, I got Fortnite on the Switch and played one match of Fortnite. Um, Who did you play as? The I didn't spend any money, so <laughs> random person. Uh-huh. Yeah. I play um, Fortnite more often than you would think because my dad genuinely yeah. loves the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so great. whenever we're over at his house, he's like, you want to play some Fortnite? And I'm like, yeah, That's of course fun. I do, dad. Um, yeah. And so he and we win more often than has any right to be a thing. Um, I mean, I'm sure when I'm playing, it's still bots. So I don't have any gauge of how difficult. Fortnite sure. Is. Yeah. Um, he's played enough. He's like level 100 in the battle pass. Like he plays a lot. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he'll get one or two kills. And I am playing against iPhone users. So I'll get 12 or 13 kills. Um, it's pretty funny because I have a yeah. controller for my iPhone. What do you play on? Oh, OK. Yeah. 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 So we're, we're playing on phones, but I have a controller for what my iPhone. What kind of frame rate so. do you get? On uh, phones? 60. Really? Yeah. Not on Switch. No, no, no. My my phone is probably 700,000 times stronger than the Switch. It's unbelievable. I Um, wonder... Huh. Well, I guess Switches are so cheap and they came out five years ago. Well, I'll tell you why the Switch is so so weak. It's because when they made it in 2017, they were using a three-year-old chip already. Um, Oh, wow. Okay. So it's it's a 10-year-old chip, essentially. Like, out of all consoles, it is the one that makes the most sense to have revisions of because mobile technology moves pretty quickly and isn't that expensive. You know, yeah. release a new one every couple years. It's it's so bizarre that it's the one console that just doesn't. I still hold my my thought is that they were actually gonna release a new one in like 2021 mm-hmm. or something. Um, that's why yeah. they had all these fancy screens for the OLED model, but then they yep. they couldn't get the chips, so they're just like, yeah, throw it in our old sense. chassis, you know. You know, I play the Switch so much in handheld mode now that I am a the OLED model would be kind of cool. But Don't buy it. You're wait. about to get a Steam I'm Deck. Wait. I know. <laughs> Steam Deck and then whatever the Switch 2 is, and that'll be fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, one, one benefit to Nintendo holding back on uh, iterations on the console is yeah. uh, you double the excitement when they make a new console. <laughs> Very <laughs> like, true. The Switch 2 is going to be so exciting now. Spoken like a true Stockholm syndrome. Spoken uh, like a true Nintendo fan, essentially. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I can justify anything. Just try me. Because it's Mm -hmm. been five years now, and so I guess we're technically due for a new Switch this holiday season or around there. No, I guess this January it'll have been, or February, it'll have been six years. Gosh, what the crap. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. It was wasn't it like March or April that Switch came? Oh, out? was it March or was it? It, was. it wasn't April. It definitely wasn't April. Um, I think it was into March. Could have been. Could have been. Or yeah. mid or late March because I think we got it pretty close to its release. Yeah, no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I yeah. sent you, Stephen, a link the day or I 
it was a Best Buy maybe that had yeah. switches available, and I was like, go 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 go. We both got one on launch day. Oh yeah, yeah, we did get it very close to launch, if not on launch. I think we yeah. I'm pretty sure and, mine uh, arrived on the day, and I was like, yeah, so jazzed, then, it was so much fun. What's it called? Breath um, of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, which I was thinking about the the other day and how. It's kind of interesting how it was a Zelda game designed around, you know, Wii U hardware. Mm-hmm. And it, the main console that people played it on didn't, you know, use the main gimmick, which was, you know, all your inventory and stuff is on your tablet and then the yeah. games on the screen. Yeah, I don't know how much it would have. Really I don't think it would have changed improved. that much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, but, you know, Zelda games always try to use, use the hardware the wrong. Totally. But, uh, well, like, like Skyward Sword, I think, is, is a completely different game with the motion yeah. controls. And it's built totally. around it, even if it's bad, badly built. It's yeah. built around it. So, but, like, the, the, the Switch or the Wii U pad being the inventory on the Sheikah Slate is not, yeah. like, essential to the gameplay. Yeah. What, are, what are your, like, top three Zelda gimmicks? You know, gimmicks? like console gimmicks. You know, there's like oh, motion controls for swords. There's my personal favorite, which is blowing into the microphone to play the pan flute in the train game. <laughs> the oh, train yeah. game. We don't even know its yeah. name. Just the train game. Does one. using the expansion pack for more textures in Majora's Mask count? <laughs> uh, no, but using the rumble like pack that. to use the stone of agony in okay, Ocarina of Time. We're talking really count. gimmick here. I mean, I thought the touch controls in um, uh, Phantom Hourglass were really good. Mm-hmm. I can't so. even think of any more gimmicks. Like the the full motion videos in in Wanda Gamelon <laughs> or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. There's it's, not. A I whole mean, lot obviously of they had motion controls in Twilight Princess for the Wii. Uh, I liked the GameCube version of that game more personally. Oh, I thought I it was only just played better. the GameCube version. Yeah, yeah, that's what we played. Yeah, yeah. There's the tablet for Breath of the Wild, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that doesn't really work, though, because they got rid of the feature where it's on. Yeah. Only if you played Wii U, I guess. Wait, no, no, no. Does, does it work in the Wii U? No, no. It does not really? do it. No, no. That's they got amazing. Rid of it. Yeah. That's hilarious. It, you, the, oh, what's man. on the bottom screen on the Wii U is the same thing as on the top screen at all times. Oh, they, that! Wow, I didn't okay. even realize that. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they scrapped it because that would have made Poor their Wii U old, owners. That would have made their. Oh my gosh! I just saw. I, I I don't know what I was doing. I was looking at old Destiny videos, like before Destiny was even released, mm-hmm. and I saw like Dado, one of the big Destiny YouTubers, was doing his first video, and he's like, the, yeah. at the end of the video, he's like, and Destiny is coming to the Xbox 360 xbox one ps3 and ps4 no word yet if it's coming to the wii u and i was like whoa (laughs) that's weird to think about i don't even that that console is like in a different frame of mind (laughs) of any other console yeah yeah exactly what a fever dream that was the Wii, yeah, the Wii U was like, man, I just feel bad for Wii U owners, including myself. Including just, myself, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It never just, uh, it never should have existed, honestly. What a waste of everybody's life, like natural mm-hmm. resources of the earth. You know, I mean, like it's got to be like, you know, out of Nintendo's mainstream consoles, the worst one, right? It is. Oh, it is. If we're not counting Virtual Boy, that's why yeah. I said mainstream. Yeah, I know, I'm just yeah. The Virtual Boy was like a million units or something, and the Wii U was like yeah. eleven million. Um, yeah. The GameCube was actually lower than you might think. Yeah. Um, it had yes, some an unpopular console. Yeah, GameCube sale numbers. I think it was like third twenty-one million. Yeah. So the so yeah, okay. it's not great. Put that in perspective. The Wii U sold only half as many consoles as the as the the GameCube did. Which to yeah. me, but the GameCube, yeah. everyone seemed to, you know, they loved it, but nobody liked the Wii U. It's not seen as a 
failure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Especially like in, the in a PlayStation generation, Two is like a hundred and something million. million. <laughs> yeah, or 50 that's a little maybe. bit more than the GameCube. Just a little bit, and the <laughs> Xbox was like forty. So in a, in yeah. a in a in a generation where twenty million was not a lot, we still didn't really yeah. hate the GameCube. Yet in a generation where ten million was super not a lot, yeah. we definitely hated the Wii U. I remember <laughs> like it had bad. such a like a this plasticky prototype. Like I stole yeah. it from Nintendo's warehouse before they were ready for it, <laughs> yeah. and I remember thinking like, well, you know what? What's cool though is I can like go hang out in my bedroom and play Splatoon like on my bed. Yeah. And I walked yeah. in there and it like lost the connection it's immediately. And I'm yeah. like, oh, God, that's you know the what? one thing. I think for as bad as the performance on Switch is getting, I think hardware wise it ages extremely well. Like it is a very well designed console from just a hardware perspective. It, yeah, it's super mm-hmm. interesting. And they yeah. designed it with very minimal it's limitations in mind i think yes Um, exactly the controllers i've always liked you know even back in the wii when you had the nunchuck and the wiimote and i liked having my hands apart from each other yeah and you don't get that anywhere else essentially except then switch came out and now you can have your joy cons in each hand and i love that i i I don't hate having my hands all scrunched up together but when i have the option to you know to put my hands wherever i want that's way cooler personally and the, uh, the 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 just the screen filling up basically the entire console. They do a really good job at using the real estate there. Mm-hmm. What I just uh, love about it is like well. it, it's yeah. a modular video game console. Like yeah. you can like a little transformer or something. You can put it in your TV yeah. or you can put it on a stand or you can hold it like yeah. a portable you know game console. Yeah. It's just like it's so yeah. cool. It's so smart. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, just. One that's a little more powerful and that you can then choose to display in 4K or not. I would love options between mm-hmm. performance mode and frame rate in more games. <coughs> Steam uh, Deck. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Like I, if they learn the lessons from the Steam Deck mm-hmm. and then also made it more modular in the, the software options, options in the performance, and it would just become pretty much the perfect Well, I just mean console. that's what the Steam Deck so. is. The Steam Deck that's is the I'm perfect saying. Yeah. console. Yeah, yeah. And, and funnily enough, the Steam Deck can play Wii, uh, Switch games. So... Um, it's literally <laughs> the, the Steam better Deck switch getting um is there a really easy mainstream way to plug it into a tv like as easy as the switch dock or is it still a little yeah bit there more? is totally um it okay. i have a, you have to make sure you get the specific kind of like how the, the the switch really hates specific kinds of docks or yeah. power plugins it doesn't it just doesn't work yeah. the steam deck requires a very specific type of of usb-c dock but once you get it right. i have i have it set up in my living room so i have an ethernet plugged into it a controller and my hdmi and i just cool. walk over it and power of course and i just walk over and plug it yeah. in and it just goes bloop on the tv and there it yeah. is oh, that's cool i think that's one reason i really want to get a steam deck is because i've I just love the Switch so much that I already know I love what the Steam Deck is doing. It's just kind of like yeah. an unlocked Switch. Yeah, exactly. It's like a Linux, like yeah. the, the the thing you can tinker with Switch, essentially. And yeah, the PC gaming of Switch. I love is, it. I love that's my That's awesome. I like much. PC gaming and I like Switch, so mm-hmm. it just seems like a winner um, all around. So hopefully that uh, invite will come in soon. Should be by the end of this month. Yeah, we're getting we're pretty close to it being like, you know, now or never, essentially. How much yeah. does the Steam Deck cost? The Depends 64 the gig version is 400, I believe, and the I think it's 300 something mm-hmm. like 380. It's 399, I think, for the for the 64 uh, gig. Yeah. Um, and then the 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 256 gig or 128 is a hundred dollars extra. Yeah. Um, so you know, a little bit more expensive than the Switch, but like 12 times more yeah. powerful. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like it'd be worth the money if you're gonna have that kind of lifestyle. 
Totally. Um, right. It basically got me back into PC gaming because I, I've been playing so many yeah. PC games, which got me back onto my desktop, essentially. Um, yeah. My computer wasn't even being turned on most days. Uh, and then I got the Steam Deck and kind of got back into the games on Steam and in the ecosystem. Yeah. And now, I'm, now I don't there, even turn my Xbox on very much. Is there any sort of limitation that the Steam Deck has? Sorry, I'm doing a Q&A all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, is there any sort of limitation that the Steam Deck has compared to just... I don't know, running Linux on your own, like home desktop computer. Like, um, no, not really. Um, you you can you can install Windows on it if you want, and just have a Windows running little mm-hmm. laptop thingy. Um, or the only limitation you could possibly have is like a game not being supported on Linux. Um, like for example, Destiny does not cannot run on the Steam Deck unless I unless I install Windows on it. It'll run on Windows, of course, because Destiny doesn't know it's just a Windows PC. Right, right. Um, but on Linux, Dest- uh, the Bungie developers have not enabled the anti cheat or something for Linux, and so What's Destiny won't run. What's the easiest way to check if a game works on? Uh, there is a lovely website called ProtonDB, I think. Yep, ProtonDB. Dot com um, because proton is the emulation well it's the emulation right. layer of uh, emulating windows games on linux and so it, 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 uh, if you go to proton db and search for your game it'll yeah, give you a, it. a really yeah. good layout of what games work and most games will work um right. and then the ones that don't you can usually hack to get work and those ones that don't you could just install windows and play it on windows instead yeah so it, the that Steam Deck sense. is essentially entirely open. There's no limitations at, at all, really. That's pretty neat. I mean, honestly, like, why why wouldn't you just, if you're just a regular old PC game player, why wouldn't you just install Windows from the get-go? Because, like, it's going to do pretty much everything you need, probably, right? Um, Windows does not do well in in a environment like the Steam Deck. Um, it's not made to scale quite oh, well, okay. like it I guess does. That's fair. And also, Steam OS, which is what it's the, you know the flavor of Linux that it runs, is designed for games, so it, they run better too on Steam OS. Um, I see. Okay, games so it's that sort are of like, supported on Linux run better. Yeah. Oh, it's a workaround to go with install Windows and oh, for games that you want to play there, but yeah. you're going to get the smoothest experience if you just use the the built-in Linux. Uh, yeah, and eventually systems. they're they're trying to support dual booting as well. They haven't released it yet, but eventually you'll be able to turn the Steam Deck on and it'll go, you want to boot into Windows or boot into SteamOS? Yeah. And then you just choose whichever one you want. So right. it makes it really easy. Cool. Yeah. So if you, if you run Windows and down, you could do Game Pass locally, non-cloud there? You can, it runs just like a Windows PC. Okay. So you yes. just potentially have bad performance. Yeah, it'll, you'll be running just an AMD cpu gpu combo you know you'll run it just like a windows pc essentially or you can do cloud or you can do cloud which works surprisingly well um yeah i'm actually kind of shocked at how well cloud works in general actually (laughs) can you play microsoft paint yes sure can you play microsoft bob oops did i cut too deep on that one i mean no i know who microsoft what 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 microsoft bob is but the answer is probably not (laughs) you really know who microsoft bob is i refuse to answer that cameron do do we have a topic this week i mean month (laughs) oh are we good that's all we're gonna do it sounds like it okay yes (laughs) <laughs> great <laughs> fantastic oh my um okay so i was just i a couple of weeks or months ago when we, when we had the discussion about the video game consoles i realized that 
it was really fun to talk about kind of how our lives were when those consoles came out. I thought that was really yeah. interesting to compare. Yeah. Our, our actual like what was going on in our lives and what kind of video mm-hmm. games were we playing in those time periods and i thought that would be really fun to kind of separate the video game console from that topic and just kind of discuss mm-hmm. how our lives were during certain you could do ages or you know like mm-hmm. middle school or you know yeah. this era of you um and yeah, i yep. and i realized i had pretty distinct eras of of who i was as a person all the way up to this year, essentially. So uh, I thought that would be kind of a fun little uh, little, little thing yeah, we could do. Yeah, you know, I, I'm with you on that one, Cameron. But no, um, <laughs> you know, this is something that I think about a lot as well. Uh, and you know, with our parents moving, um, mm. I guess we haven't talked about it on the podcast, but our parents are moving out of the house me and Brian grew up in, um, more or less. They've been there for 20 years. Um, and that got me and Brian talking a lot about the different eras of like, you know, when we moved to the woodlands and the, then when we moved to the woodlands post COVID and uh, kind yeah. of splitting our lives up into these different uh, mm-hmm. sections. Uh, and we've always related that to video games. It's always been like, yeah. what, yep. what year was that? Well, that was the that was the month we got Shadow of the Colossus. So it must have been 2006, about February. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so like and and like even our mom knows it at the point where she's we're like uh shoot mom when did we like go to that concert she's like i don't know what game did you get that year (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome yeah my mom would do something similar as a as a child she she was very much into whatever i was into so like if i say pokemon she'll go ah that was eight-year-old cameron there right there (laughs) yeah yeah um so yeah, that's that's cool. I'm, I'm funny that we both kind of thought of the similar thing. Maybe it was your guys' stories about moving out with your parents that mm. kind of jogged my memory yeah. about this topic. Anyways, um, so do we want to kind of like each of us can go through start to finish, or do we want to all kind of go? Well, this was early age, and we can all give our early age. What do you, how do you want to tackle this topic? Well, I feel like last time we went chronologically and were fairly thorough, and what they ended up doing was making us record for a really long time, and then we rushed at the end. So. Yeah. I might propose, what if we just kind of jump around to the ones that seem most yeah. interesting or relevant and just kind I of... I want to know about the kicking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I will, I will start. Let's start with that. I will yeah. start with uh, teenage, young teenage, angry Cameron. Ah. Lincoln um, Park Cameron. Yes, actually, yes. Um, System of a Down Cameron. Mm. Um, Avenged 7? Not quite avenged Cameron? yet, actually, okay. no. Um, That's it was a, more a lot of System of a Down. It, yeah. you're, you're not far off, Stephen. Um, <laughs> so when I was 12 and 13 and 14, maybe not quite 14, yeah. maybe 12 and 13, I was very angry. Um, this was middle mm. school, so like 6th and 7th grade, I think. Yeah. Um, so very, still in Kentucky. Still in Kentucky. Yep. Very, very, yeah. very, and just an angry kid, hard to deal mm. with. My parents even are like, yeah, I don't know what was wrong with you those years. Um, <laughs> I was, I would, over the years, I have come to realize to you know, makes me feel bad, but I was a bully, uh, in these years. I mm. was a, a, not a good kid. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, and the kicking comes from that. I would, I didn't, I didn't like pick fights or punch people. I kicked people as a joke. haha, quote unquote. So funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then I'd run away and, and they wouldn't, they, nobody ever fought back because it's like, ah, Cameron, being in the Cameron, I guess. <laughs> oh, that's Cameron. He, he, he likes to kick he people. people. <laughs> I guess that's his thing. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was very, I, I, that was also the start of my 
that was actually funny at the start of my humor that I still actually have today. I just know how to manage mm. it better, which is my degrading humor. Yes. Where I would right. call people stupid. I would call myself yes. stupid. I would uh, just scream and yell. Yeah. Um, yep. I have witnessed all of these things. <laughs> yes. Yes. Especially us playing heroes. A lot of screaming. Yeah. And yelling. <laughs> um, yeah, of course, I eventually refined it into actually being funny some, most of the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but that was the start of it. That was just me screaming and yelling. Yo, you're stupid. I remember I remember a conversation. My cousin was in town, um, and mm-hmm. I, because I do this with all my, I did this with all my friends, I would be like, ah, you're stupid. Come on, man. That's dumb. Yeah. You're dumb. And he told his mom, my aunt, and he, yeah. my aunt came to me and was like, have you been calling your cousin stupid? And I was like... That was one of the first moments I can recall that I was like, oh, okay. hold on. <laughs> Maybe yeah, from yeah. the outside, I am a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, I'm really sorry. I, I, you, I, I say that because I, I thought I was joking, but I did, I, mm-hmm. all my friends know I'm joking a little bit. So I, I yeah. and that was like, you know, the first moment I think probably when I started to get out of that phase. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that so yeah, 12, 13 year old, sixth, seventh grade Cameron, very angry, very yelly, very kicky. <laughs> uh, oh, video games. Um what was I playing? That was Resident Evil 4. That was Resident Evil 4 era yeah, Cameron. Uh, hey, you okay, kick a lot in that game. You That's do. a very kicky game. <laughs> yep. It's super Round kicky. House. And uh very rebellious. That that was the that yeah. was the time where I would switch TVs to the GameCube playing yeah. Mario uh Sunshine away from or no. Because I had it on PS2. Yeah, I, I had two TVs, and I heard my dad coming up the stairs, and I'd go click, click, and turn one on and turn the other on and pick up the GameCube controller and pretend I was I playing Mario. I feel like Mario. now it would be the opposite, where you wouldn't want to admit you're playing Mario Sunshine. No, you're playing a good game like Resident Evil 4. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's 16 and 17-year-old Cameron. Wouldn't be caught dead yeah. playing Mario. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, Resident Evil <laughs> 4 is really the defining era of that, yeah. of that I think. I was yeah, just like, I'm going to play the M-rated game, and you can't stop me yeah so well you picked a pretty good one honestly yeah it turned um, out my, one of my favorite games of all time so yeah for <laughs> yeah. sure so that's, so that's uh, the lesson that's to all you children listening to our yeah. program yeah if you're gonna rebel at least do at it least with taste. Do, yeah, yeah do it at with taste yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. that was like what 12 ish 12 year old cameron yeah i'd say 12 13 yep i don't feel like you were kicking people a lot Stephen, when you were 12 or 13 no definitely not um but it's pretty <laughs> obvious what video game was stands out in my mind as, as a 12 year old sonic not just sonic okay. sonic adventure 2 battle oh yeah oh. that was our cool game the, yeah. the be- best and most important sonic game yeah uh i was a naive pleasant 12 year old who knew nothing of the world and thought sonic yep. adventure 2 was a very perfectly normal game with a normal story <laughs> and yep. i didn't pick yep. up on like the uh disturbing darkness at the heart of it but so i feel like for me in general just add three years to whatever age thing we're <laughs> yeah doing. right um, yeah. because i'm just always going along with what steven is doing um so what yeah. kind of person like what was I, you were playing sonic but like mm. what were you watching what defined t- you yeah what defined character you trait yeah. wise yep probably Cameron was like, angry what's an adjective for you awkward yeah. awkward Got uh, it. yeah that's not really what i witnessed well, but what did you, hold on, what did you witness then? Yeah, well, okay, I got to have the on-the-field report. I'm curious, yeah. How would I, sorry, did you ask me well, how yeah, I would describe you? Yeah, what did you witness you? From, from your yeah, perspective? Yeah, I mean, definitely not awkward. We were having a grand time when we weren't awkward. Um, I would say Stephen was, hmm, how best to define you at that age of, of Inspiring? 12. <laughs> uh, well, yes, I mean, very creative. 
you were still extremely creative coming out of um uh, like childhood and that, that was like the phase where you could actually start to create stuff that wasn't just purely kid stuff like you'd start mm-hmm. doing stories and the humor in them would be funny and you'd start you were just drawing and drawing and drawing tons of different stuff so i would say yeah extremely creative and excited about all the stuff you were creating Stephen, you were, were you, very um, creative in that phase were you out of your phase of not wanting to do anything by then no, he still didn't want no, to do anything yeah, okay, so like outside it. the house because he wanted to do his stuff he created. I think that's where I was coming from. The awkward thing, I didn't feel awkward around my family. I didn't feel awkward. Yeah. I was actually very unselfconscious just around the house, just doing my own thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe too unselfconscious because I was yeah. a real dork. But yep. um, outside of the house was a totally different story. That's when I was yes. still painfully shy afraid of everybody and everything hard to make friends um i'm sure that like i you know anyone who saw me trailing in the wake of my mom going to the grocery store or something would never guess that you know i was a happy child (laughs) but Mm -hmm. yeah uh i was the happy child uh, that was my hide thing going on there yeah. Would um, never have had the gumption to kick anyone. <laughs> no, he would have been just mortified. I would have been that. kicking you, probably. I Steven. was being bullied um, by the girls in my yeah. class. <laughs> well, she was a scary girl. She to was be very fair. tall and very scary. But it was yeah, a running scene in my childhood. Um but uh, what was else was I going to because uh, that was like also when you were starting to like do tape recordings. You know, watch oh, the house and recording when it was like Dang 10 it. or 11, probably. Oh gosh. Um, uh, and so you would just have to Cameron, walk yeah. around the house with the tape recorder and do weird commercials as different characters. Oh and my like, gosh, that's yeah, so no, cool. Steven, Steven started all that. Like the, the whole sponsor thing, he was doing that on. There was Bob Stinkschwin who would own like a used car <laughs> lot. Yeah. And I'm Bob Stinkschwin. This is and my And then Stephen would argue you. with Bob. And so he was like playing both characters. And, oh my like, gosh, Stephen, yeah. you haven't changed at all. No, I was, so you know, good. that's what i mean is like by 10 or 11 he was coming into steven oh he wasn't I love just it. a kid anymore. oh he i love steven, it that's so, so interesting because i feel like i am so different than i was mm. as a kid um we'll get into mm-hmm. that more but it's just coming into your own doesn't make sense it doesn't yeah. click with me because i didn't until i was like oh gosh like 20 <laughs> yeah 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 crazy there's a shocking amount of continuity between our childhoods and i mean we're still it, you know it, it was a rooming was a, together and and playing games together and like doing a lot of the stuff we would have done as kids together and creating stuff and so there we have more continuity than a lot of people i think a, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have this like you know childhood ended and then i whatever it was i went to high school i you yeah. know i moved out of the house whatever whatever it is for that person childhood yeah. never really ended for me <laughs> in a weird way like i still am like entranced by all of the like we like stories and video games that i was when i was a kid i've just sort of like understand them on a deeper level and like mm-hmm. I, I don't know i kind of feel like you in a way cameron where it's like that humor we style really... was, was there when you were that age yeah. but it took you a long time to refine it into something that you could control and use for good yeah sure but there wasn't the case where it's like we don't play kitty nintendo games anymore we want to no, play that literally never cool happened games. like that that definitely never happened oh so, yeah, just I, be clear, um, that didn't happen to me either i still i still okay. played mario sunshine and loved it yeah i just yeah. wanted to play resident Evil 4 more because more, i wanted to yes. rebel <laughs> that is fair i mean we definitely got the point where we're like wait we can play m-rated games now those are cool new games let's go play those mm-hmm. Play a ton of halo 
Um, but yeah, yeah, like tw- twelve year old yeah. was very much like Sonic Adventure Two Battle, the GameCube we just got, so like Super Smash yeah. Bros. Melee, and uh, yeah. you know, yeah. So should I be talking about me at nine or me at twelve? No, 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 you at twelve. Okay. I mean, assuming so that's, a, have that's to recalibrate kind where we're thinking. So right. now that I'm would 15. Be like 2006. Does that help? <laughs> It'd be like 2005, 2006. Okay. Um, me, I would say, what, what's a good adjective for me at that age? Uh, I would say I, I was becoming, oh, Stephen, go ahead. Well, I, I, the problem is I'm struggling to find it and I'm just babbling while I try to find the yeah. right adjective. It was like, I want to say like, like hyper engaged. Almost I was going like, to say precocious. <laughs> precocious, <laughs> precocious, hyper engaged. Um, but I was just absorbing everything. Like it's yes. kind of when I came into my own mentally and I realized I could, you know, listen to audiobooks and listen to podcasts and research stuff. And we were really getting into the internet then we would go to GameSpot and just learn absolutely everything about video games and read reviews. Like you were, you were learning that I was you, just you liked so strategy games and stuff. Yes. Like, yes. And I didn't as much. So we so kind of the learning phase of Brian's life is now totally the, the mm-hmm. input phase where he learns yes. everything and does mm-hmm. all the things. <laughs> exactly. So that's really what defined that's me. That's where at it that all age. began. <laughs> yeah. Very, very excitable and very talked a ton. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And talked it so fast. Like when I listened to old recordings, I would have been that we have. It's just like, oh my gosh. I'm just, oh yeah. I was, I was very annoying um, <laughs> in my own way. I mean, I mostly only, you know, unleashed that around my family fully. Um, But uh, yeah, like hadn't reached the self-conscious phase yet. Was just a very excitable uh, kid who was just learning about everything in the world. And so in a sense, I haven't changed that much. (laughs) Yeah, both of you guys really got your defining character traits super young. My yeah. anger was not my defining character trait, thank God. Yeah. It's still uh, something you struggle with, but I would not say it's your defining trait. Sure, totally. Yeah, something I still live with, but I just don't show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so um, I guess next era? Sure. Um, well, let's see. Jump, Or we could jump to something else like... Yeah, how do you want to do this? Well, thing? I just... my uh, The next thing I'd like to talk about is the phase after my anger phase. Oh, then let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I would call eighth grade the transition year where nothing really exciting yeah. happened where I started to really learn um, how to not be a jerk. Um, so sorry yeah. to break in here, Karen. We're homeschoolers. Yes. What age yeah. is eighth grade? What age yeah. is eighth grade? That's a great question. Do you just add five years to it? What age is eighth grade? <laughs> He's Googling uh, 13 folks. years old. Yeah, that's, okay. I had okay. it exactly right. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. 13 years old, me, Cameron, was me struggling with the fact that I was a jerk and trying to mm. be better. But, you know, as a kid, you don't really know what better means or how to fix yeah. it. So you just mm-hmm. kind of flounder and be whatever. Yeah. Um, but suddenly, Did you ever bully Zach or was he the older kid that you wouldn't? No, bully? Zach was the only uh, an older kid. And Zach was not really yeah. part of my friend group at this point. Um, I did bully the older kid who was my, in my grade, who was just having to be older <laughs> a lot. And he... I still feel bad about that. Um, So 13-year-old Cameron struggling with this. Ninth grade, so high school now. High school Cameron is the next era. High school Cameron is where I decided I'm I'm cool now. Um, And I turned that anger inward into brooding. 
um yep. which means you're cruel. so this is really lincoln park cameron this is avenged sevenfold cameron where oh, i started okay. to listen to super heavy music all the time but like a little this lighter when you wrote poetry yeah later high school later in poetry yes yeah. i definitely wrote poetry um this yeah. was the cameron who started to uh do his emotions inward i started to get yeah. involved in a lot of things i did track and cross country and swimming right. and drama mm-hmm. and plays um this was like i said i this was the whole high school was when i thought i was yeah. the coolest guy and i actually was fairly yeah. popular in this era yeah um especially so you're in, just kicking people on the inside now. yes or yelling well i still yell <laughs> yeah. a lot um yeah but the anger the it was much more justified um if i was yeah. angry there was a reason to be angry in my mind yeah. it might not have been the best yeah. reason in general but usually yeah. it made more logical sense um yeah this was also when I really started to not be my parents or tr- tried to not mm, be my parents. Yeah. And I just, I yep. mean that like beliefs politically beliefs, uh, spiritually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to rebel a little bit against them, but I was again, yeah. inward facing emotions. I wasn't, tr- I wasn't a- lashing out against them. I would do things behind their back, yeah. um, th- to, to, to rebel without hurting their feelings. Cause I, of course I yeah. loved them to death. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a four year period of, I'm super cool. I'm super brooding. I want to do everything that I can, but I'm also pretty lazy. Um, I'm <laughs> scraping by. I'm getting A's and B's, and I'm t- perfectly satisfied with some C's. You know, I'm yeah. not overachieving, but doing what I want to do. So, Cameron, yeah. your, your description of you at 13. <laughs> yep. Let's just say it is. Di- perhaps diametrically opposed to me at 13 <laughs> okay and i will just <laughs> simply illustrate this with a photo oh i love oh. yes i'm so excited yay you have a picture. It's, it's, it's you yeah yeah that's still you <laughs> yep i uh, would i had no illusions that i was cool in any possible sense yep oh i may gosh. have been delusional but not that much it took so much effort to pretend you were cool too so i actually admire <laughs> yeah. you for being able yeah. to get rid of that out of your life because i i remember i would be like okay i'm gonna run to the next class because i'm excited and i have whatever yeah. energy but i would literally go no Put your hands in your big giant baggy pockets <laughs> uh-huh. and walk slowly with your backpack slung over your head to the next class because that's what cool. You don't think do. about the effort. Like there are very few people that are so naturally cool that they don't have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. You had to put an effort, especially in high school when everyone is so awkward yeah, and weird. And noticing mm-hmm. you. Yeah. 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 I, I tried very hard to be cool. So yeah. to have your that, Steven, um <laughs> I I'm I'm yeah. jealous of it, honestly. That's cool. Yeah, Stephen was not cool. Just I have never been. I mean, neither was I. We were not cool. Like you know, yeah, my claim to fame is that I actually think I was very popular and pretty cool. At mm-hmm, least, in, at least mm-hmm, as a junior and yeah. senior, most people it. liked yeah. me. Um, yeah, and it probably got to my head, honestly, too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. To, oh, and to finish off this phrase, uh, I will. I'm trying to think of the video games. I was. So what's like the ending age of this phase? Eighteen. 18 oh, definitely wow. so 18. we're going all okay all of high school basically. all of high school yes because it, okay. it was very and there's different there's varying levels of yeah. coolness in that and i was less cool earlier on yeah. and i got cooler and i did more stuff later yeah. on but yeah high school cameron was particularly yeah. one note um yeah and video game wise i was very much yeah. open to doing anything i just play oh yeah. a lot of halo uh yeah a lot mm-hmm. of gears of war yeah uh, a lot of assassin's creed a lot of rock band and yeah. guitar hero there's there it is right. that's all of it right there yes so for me 
so for me um the kind of 15 to 18 50, like really 16 to 19 for me is what i'll say was the well i learned so much that now i think i know more than everyone else in an existential <laughs> depression and oh, am, no. am very aloof and and uh conceited so that was me from 16 really? to 19 <laughs> yeah i was uh it was not my best time yeah, of life. I, I, that was like the one time that I remember, like my mom kind of taking me aside and being like, "Is is Brian okay?" And I'm like, "I don't know. He's acting weird. <laughs> I don't know what's going on yeah. with him." <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I was not a very happy person from 16 to 19. And I knew you when you were 19. I think. Yeah, I was just coming out of it when I started to get to know you and yeah. do the, the podcast. That was kind of the end of that that face is well i remember listening back to some of the uh disembodied voices episodes and like it it did surprise me a little bit how cynical brian was Uh, i'm cynical and reserved and that was me when i was not necessarily trying to be cool but trying to be above it all so i wouldn't act excited even if i was excited i wouldn't yeah i would be very controlled over the way i spoke and over my emotions and i was very much like didn't didn't want to be a kid anymore. Did not want to be naive anymore. Um, yeah, yep. definitely my cynical phase. So it sounds sure. like you were trying to be s- cool like me, except without the the cool spectrum without being popular. aspect of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't really care, caring that much about like socially cool, yes. but intellectually cool. I think yes. Yes. even your you interactions with your friends was more like exchanging ideas and trying to like yeah. intellectually right. one up each other. Yeah, my best friend at the time was a very intense programming um, type person, just so we would like play. We would play games and stuff together, but we were like learning Magic the Gathering and very competitive and very, um, very intense. Um, So that was definitely the most intense part of my life, like uh, internally, at least. And Um, see, I think very depressed. I think you you grabbed the correct things out of that time frame and left the 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 bad Mm. stuff properly because you you do Mm -hmm. have that competitive spirit still. Yeah. um, But you use it for good like you know like you use it to learn more and to teach others now right um yeah. which i think is how you should you know you should handle that kind of knowledge um yeah and that's awesome yeah very very cool that you managed to that. pull out of that yeah no there was definitely a lot of good stuff that came out of it it also led me to be much less confident in my beliefs in the sense of like a lot of the reason i was depressed is like oh my gosh a lot of the things that i was raised with might not be as true as i thought they were whether it was religion or or you know faith and all that kind of stuff and coming out of it i'm like okay i'm not as certain about all that stuff but that doesn't need to be the end of the world but i kind of had to leave that naive certainty behind yeah um and i don't think that's a that's a bad thing either but it was a very difficult few years of working with that Mm -hmm. so yeah, but it was interesting how, like, it was all of my character traits from the the time before, you know, wanting to learn about everything mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and being super excited and precocious, as it were, and all that, that transitioned perfectly into what I then had problems with the next few years. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so interesting how our, it's so interesting how our past really influences our our you know more recent past um yeah and then our future it's it's crazy how it all links together um, absolutely it would have been so all fun connected. to know, it would have been so fun to know you guys like i've known you since adults yeah. and then go back and know you as kids to see yeah. oh, i know wow, oh wow oh wow you know how different i do wish be. i had you know a few more friends that i you know known since elementary school mm-hmm. and like yeah. all the way through that's that's so cool i mean i'm just fortunate i have 
close relationships with my family. So that's that's yeah. at least something. Yeah. Um, some people don't even have that, and so they really have no one who has the full continuity. Um, so, um, uh, Stephen. So what about you that. for teenage? Yeah. Years? What was your six? I'm curious for you because. 16 and 19 would have been kind of me during my last phase where I yeah, was really, so you know. I was the most un-teenager-like teenager yeah. when I was uh, at home once again or with close friends. Well, I remember when you were turning 13 and becoming a teenager, I was worried that you were going to start getting distant and not want to spend time with me. Well, we had like <laughs> that whole joke going. Where it was a like, joke. Like, now Stephen's a teenager. Birthday, he's going to start being like, edgy. We, we bought Stephen like a, a baseball cap that he could wear backwards. We got him a little <laughs> thing to put on his door saying, leave me alone. Oh my um, gosh. That like is such a Like the whole family was family in on the joke. To do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. So our whole family was like joking that Stephen was going to become this early teenager. Oh, um, and it did not 13. happen. No. It, it really didn't. Like during that period was like the the great renaissance of video games. That's when we played yeah. Morrowind, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Um, Started like, getting into deeper, darker games. Mm -hmm, uh, the Mist yeah, series. That was also Halo uh, for us as well, you yeah, know, yeah. later on. Um yeah. it was, you know, the period of like especially kind of 15 years old to yeah. 17 i guess was like yeah. it was like the extended childhood in a way because like i obviously we did start to sorry i was just gonna say we did start to differentiate more we would do more yep. stuff on our own we yeah. wouldn't always be playing games together we would kind of i started getting into my things you started getting into your things um, right because yeah we kind of found it you like strategy games and i just didn't really like yeah. them that much so you eventually gave yeah. up asking me to play and just figured it yes. out on your own and yeah exactly kind of found your own yeah. friends for that and uh, again yeah. i don't know like um like personality wise, when I was outside of the house, though, I was in full yeah. awkward teenager. I dressed yeah. poorly. My hair was an absolute mess. I just yeah. kind of like awkwardly sulked everywhere that I went because I didn't really know what else to do with my body. <laughs> like, yeah. It was just very deeply uncool and uncomfortable uh, as I yeah. became a teenager. But then I'd get home and I'd just stop acting like that i don't know it was yeah it was definitely still being uncomfortable never, with the outside world i never really had that um i feel like i went from i am awkward but don't realize i'm being awkward so i'm not really bothered by social interactions mm -hmm. to i have crafted an image for myself that i'm uncomfortable with very quickly yeah like yeah. from one to the other um where like i super was just an awkward weird kid and then i but i didn't care like, yeah, I was just fine talking to people and and whatever. And then I'm like, oh, I'm awkward and weird. Well, let me change these few things, get a haircut, dress differently, uh, act a little differently. And then I was perfectly confident with myself after that. So I feel like I kind of skipped that uh, my, particular my phase. My problem is I was very uncomfortable with myself, but I yeah. didn't really know how to make a statement or a change. Yeah. I, I just like, I don't know how. To, so I guess I'll just yeah. not do anything with my yeah. my physical appearance <laughs> or personality yeah. and just hope no one yeah. notices me. <laughs> Maybe that'll yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. My discomfort was all internal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I was very, very yeah. comfortable in internally, even when I had the... Yeah. A loss of innocence you and I were different of there. like yep. you know oh wait a second catholicism might not be right <laughs> um right. and i'm like i'm like i am gonna stop going to church all right i fixed it <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah. on to life yeah but do you yeah. think you were uh 
because Brian's mentioned this is a time when he wasn't particularly happy. Do you think you were happy th- at this time frame? One of the happiest Happier times of me. my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, 15, I, that's, my, that's 16, me too. 16, 17, loving it like McDonald's. Yep. Yeah. Happiest time of my life as well. It's still. Oh, we, I didn't talk about video games for that when I was like 16 and stuff since Steven's mostly been covering the video game thing. But I, and I've talked about this before. Unsurprisingly, it's when I got into Poets of the Fall. Um, <laughs> of course, musically, yes. which is oh. great if you're intellectually brooding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> amazing that was Alan music Wake, for that. Essentially, yeah, and that's how you learn uh, about poets. Yep, that was like 2010, 2011. Yep, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, do you guys want to go back? We're kind of just doing this chronologically at this point. Now you're. Do, right. That's true. Do you want to just keep on doing that, or you want to go back? What video a games bit? were you playing when you were two years old, Cameron? I was. Well, let's go backwards. So, what 2. is the first? What is the first? What is the earliest you would say you define yourself as a person? That yeah. you go back and say, I had character traits. I was, yeah. you know. Hmm. Seven and eight years old for me, 100%. Okay. Um, I think I, four for uh, me. Oh, wow. I can remember times back then, yeah. um, but yeah. I don't remember my personality at all. It must have been, yeah. I mean, I know I watched a lot of cartoons. Um, <laughs> loved, I got up at like four in the morning to watch Saturday yeah. morning cartoons because in yeah. Alaska, it's four hours ahead of or behind so yeah. i had to get up at 4 a.m to see something that was airing at 8 a.m on the yeah. east coast um mm-hmm. so yeah that yeah. early cameron was very just very uh, the stereotypical kid um yeah however, you're much more normal than us like, yeah. I well again i lean you towards, went through the phases in a more normal way i i don't know i don't know if people get into the quite as angry phases that i do but Definitely, Fair. I definitely think that going to a regular school full time yeah. does that to people. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, it put yeah, it gives you the basic mold to be with. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, but when I first realized that I was a person and that I had an actual <laughs> personality, was definitely six, seven, and eight. That yeah. was when I just was introduced to Pokemon, and I yeah, my oh, whole sure. life was living, breathing, yeah. eating Pokemon. It was yeah, twenty four seven non-stop pokemon red was my yeah was red i think it was red had yeah. to be had to be red yeah because blue felt exotic um so because <laughs> i had red um pokemon cards every single weekend yeah. we'd go to the comic shop and we'd buy a p- couple yeah. of packs of pokemon cards and mm, i would pull a yeah. Raichu or something i remember doing that absolutely yes. blown away I, we would trade on the school grounds i almost convinced an idiot to trade me a charizard oh, oh so you were the kid I, who <laughs> we traded our flareon our charizard for a flareon that yep, was you you're dumb you did that <laughs> that I, was you that's the character trait i was a liar i was a schemer oh. that's right thank you for reminding me i oh. Do stuff like that all the time. So I, I like lied one time, and I still feel guilty about (laughs) it from when I was a kid. No, I used to lie, and I, I don't. This none of this is conscience of conscience, of course, conscience, conscience. The other word, conscience, conscience. Not like a debilitating. (laughs) Not like I have a conscience. More like whatever. I, Wait, are yeah. you saying you are? Oh, you conscious, are conscious. Conscious. You were not conscious, conscious of it. Yes, uh, I was okay. conscious of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I would, I, my, my mom told me the stories. I, I would come home and she'd yeah. go, Cameron, did you eat your lunch today? And I'd go, yeah. She'd be like, are you sure? And I'd be like, yeah. She'd be like, okay, but if you're lying and you didn't eat your lunch, I'm going to ground you. And I'd go, I ate my lunch. And she would say, yeah. that's cool. I talked to your teacher earlier today and she found your lunch in the garbage. And I was like, eh sorry i did 
man, I just would lie all the time like that. That's um, that's you're really good at lying, though. Yeah. So you practiced early. So my grandmother. Yes, I, I learned early and I started doing early. I have no wow. idea why I did it. Um, that's so interesting. My grandmother would always believe me and she'd go, Shaylin, mm. your son is not lying. And my mom would go, yes, he absolutely <laughs> is, too. Yeah, and she I was, knew. usually. She knew. Um, wow, that's so different. And then I was a schemer, me. too. I, I, I often <laughs> would trick kids into doing what I wanted. Um, yeah. But in a way that wasn't like bullying. It was more like I conv- yeah. I would convince it people It was very to- uh, Huckleberry Finn or, or Tom Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, would convince yeah. them to happily do the thing I'd yeah, like them to do. Yeah, that's totally. And you I can still scam. do that. Um, I'm still very good at phrasing things in very specific ways to imply what I want, but to yeah. make it sound like I'm giving you the option of choice. <laughs> yeah. I would not be surprised that. if that's happened many times without me detecting it. <laughs> yeah. I don't do it to my friends that often um, okay because it definitely makes me feel bad but like often at yeah. work like when i'm helping yeah. people at work oh. i'll phrase things in a yeah. very specific way yeah. where it get it, there's a very high probability that i will get out of the work <laughs> and mm. make somebody else do it but i but mm-hmm. but if but if asked they would go oh no cameron yeah. offered to help you know we just oh, told that, him no i think i actually know what you're talking about and i do that sometimes yeah, yeah. yeah. like for yeah. example if someone goes, yeah. if we someone all says, do it but you're just good yeah. at it. i'm just yeah. yeah if somebody goes hey cameron <laughs> or hey we're 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 ha- we're moving a whole bunch of crates tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, could you help? And I, I will say something like, "Oh yeah, well I have a lot of things going on, but you know if you need my help, yeah. I can be there." Yeah. Uh-huh. And they'd exactly. be like, yes. "Oh well, yeah, that puts smart. them on edge and or off guard yeah. a little bit." They're like, "Oh well, if you got something going on, and of course I don't." Yeah. Um, yeah. And so yeah, so that's where that yeah. started. I man, I totally forgot about that. Cameron, a seven-year-old, eight-year-old Cameron was a schemer. Yeah. Well, a liar and a see, we're schemer. getting cool stuff from this already. You guys yeah. ever? be tough enough and sneaky enough and cool enough to yeah. steal something i've never like stolen it seven? well crap. crap ice cream thief <laughs> where did that i don't even know where that joke came from <laughs> um i never stole anything from a store or a, yeah. a or a friend yeah I yeah. did steal something from my parents. Um, oh. My mom, same phase. My mom would keep Pokemon cards in her desk yeah. to entice me with things. She's like, I have a pack Smart. of Pokemon cards. It's you, like dog treats. If you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you clean your room, I'll give you a pack. There was many times where I would open the packs and look at the cards and seal them back up and take the hollow one or whatever. Um, <laughs> so I guess that's And she stealing, wouldn't notice? I'm sure she noticed, but she just didn't care. Yeah. Right? She's like, whatever. Well, yeah, I'm um, just like, surprised. You know, that... he does worse things than this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, that one. And if I confront your, him, he's just going to lie. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that's so, yeah. great. Never stolen, though. I do not. I, I, that's always been a moral that I've never broken. Yeah. I very early on in life shoplifted. Whoa, what'd you shoplift? A million dollars? Candy, it, right? Even better. It was a fruit stripe zebra gum <gasps> uh package. Well, oh, yeah. what I zebra gum? When you like you saw the zebra gum and you thought I, I remember vividly like I assume my mom said, No, you can't have that, and then she got distracted checking out, and I just right. realized yeah. I really want this gum so <sighs> much and a lot. <laughs> Uh-huh. And I thought through it in my young, uh, impressionable mind. And I yeah. realized people can't always be watching me. 
And what would be the harm? What harm would befall me if I were to surreptitiously slip this into my shirt or my pocket and just walk out of the store? And I kind of half expected like it to not work because that's just not how life works. But it it just worked. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I just I have gum now. <laughs> were you discovered? No. I don't think so. Really? So you just had that gum, ate it, mom never realized what happened? I you think so. It? I don't ever wow. remember admitting it. Um, wow. As a child. And, uh, that's crazy. I, I could almost like physically feel yeah. the like 10 dark side points accumulate. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. I was, I would feel so, so guilty. It was <laughs> yeah, definitely kind of an thing. anomaly. I never did anything like that again. Yeah. yeah. I remember when I, I, I just had a memory, like when I was a kid, the thing that I didn't want to be above anything was immature. I did not want to be immature. So I never mm. wanted to seem like I was being selfish or trying to like, like throwing a tantrum to get something or anything of like, or getting upset when I didn't get my way. Like I didn't want to do that above anything. Like I never mm. wanted to be immature. Interesting. It was interesting. You thought you were, you were trying I don't to be know cool, why that was so man. <laughs> what? You were trying to be cool. I guess kind of, but I was a kid still. Yeah, I guess it was kind of cool. Yeah. You didn't want to be true. bothered by the world. You just wanted to be cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just wanted to. Yeah. I think part of it also was having an older brother. And so mm -hmm. like I was always the young one. I was always oh, the kid. Yeah. And so I think it's like, I don't want to be immature. Uh, I don't want to. be. I, I definitely yeah. know. I didn't want to be immature. I had kind of like high yeah. standards for myself like i wasn't yeah like i remember, yeah. I remember oh, this is a good one i remember being at a toy store when i was like mm -hmm. nine or ten maybe um yeah. and i overheard i guess like a parent um talking yeah. to the the cashier or, or yeah. store clerk and he was going on and on about this new spongebob show that was out and he was yeah. like SpongeBob. it's really funny like it's not just for kids like i've watched multiple episodes and like it's great the humor's like just you know for everyone and i remember as like this nine-year-old silently looking at him from the you know, side-eyeing him and, and judging him, being like, an adult <laughs> likes SpongeBob? What is that uh, man's problem? I don't really? even like SpongeBob. <laughs> I, that wow. seems like an anti-Steven type of thought, though. I, well, well, Steven I, wasn't an adult yet. No, I was still I was still learning. Because, like, there was yeah. a part of me that, like, I liked finding... I never really needed to be part of the mainstream, and I really liked, yeah. uh, I guess, fancying myself more yeah. mature than my age when it like came to yeah that's like, somewhere we were similar books in and literature thing. and like yeah. that kind of stuff um you had taste then i guess i played sonic adventure 2 and it, it corrupted me <laughs> <laughs> and i yeah. could never claim that I mean, again, that's but... another big thing that defined us was like not going along with the mainstream um yeah yeah as much that as was... i wanted to be maybe you know seen as mature and and whatnot far more important to me was was getting my way <laughs> yes. yes not having to do things i didn't want to do yeah absolutely and another thing that i realized like you know the the idea pushing the the age up three years thing because i was saying like i felt like i had i can remember character traits from when i was like four or five is that i think i really would define myself especially early on by 
Steven. Like, uh, yeah. I had character traits because me and Steven were coming up with characters together and mm-hmm. we were doing things together. And like, I remember my mom mentioning like the thing I would constantly say when I was young is I would make a statement. Then I would turn to Steven and be like, right, Steven, <laughs> to get approval from him for my three year old <laughs> oh, statement. It's so annoying. And yes. <laughs> so I am such an annoying little brother because uh, I just was like, oh, my gosh, this older kid wants to spend time with me and wants to like, cares what I think. This is awesome. <laughs> um <laughs> So I think I always like had that, especially for very like, young me. Man, I don't really know. Important. Like I hang out with kids my age and older, but they're just not as intellectually stimulating as my little brother. <laughs> He's so, just so, more interesting. So, so Brian wasn't when he would go right, Stephen. You would go, yeah, that's right. Not, oh my gosh, this kid. Again. Oh no, he didn't roll his eyes at me. He oh. was like, right now, let's go do this thing together. You guys like, were okay, got it. So if you were my brother, Brian, I would have probably yeah. punched you. But you guys, I were would not have gotten along with you. No, well, no, no. Not, not as a young young kid. You would have sure. been the older brother who I realized don't bother him with stuff, but when he does stuff with you, that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and then leave yes. him alone yeah. and go. I would have I would have come up with my own hobbies and own group of friends much sooner if yeah. you had been my brother. Pro- uh, totally, probably. Uh, being an only child is such an yeah. interesting perspective. And I say that yeah. I had a I had a I have a brother, but you know, not yeah. until I was like 10 or 11. So yeah. like it's hard to right. say I'm not because I still have so yeah. many only child traits. You, you, um, you yeah. developed all the way up to like 10 years old as an only child you can't just erase that no you you can't i'm one of the rare not only child only child children yes um (laughs) and it's interesting how you know you always think about the siblings where the older brother is grumpy at the younger brother but it sounds like you guys actually had a very unique situation i mean it totally did happen sure Um, i would get annoyed at him for especially like earlier on it was more of a problem like when brian was three or four yeah, he was the yeah. annoying little brother, and I could trick him into doing stuff, and um, <laughs> you know, kind of. Uh, yeah. I ultimately I hang out with my friends, not my brother. It was when yeah. we started moving a lot, uh, and yeah, I lost. When we came to Houston, we didn't have yeah. any other friends. Then yep. we really became tight. So I was about four or five. Stephen is about seven or eight, and that's when we really bonded. And, you know, tying this into our at this point very tangential topic of video games. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh right, it was largely video games that like acted as a way for us to relate and communicate so much we because instead of playing them at at friends houses we had home consoles to play them together at home that was a huge difference and we would watch each other play the games like we wouldn't just take turns and like oh can i use it now so it would be like we play through banjo kazooie Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we 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 figure it all out together and that's something that's carried forward to today we'll still play some games together yeah many games yeah 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 earliest like earliest personality traits i'd say a lot of the similar ones to when i was 12 the excitability and stuff but i would say i was more like just like silly and weird and just would yeah. say whatever yeah, would come to definitely. my mind like no filter <laughs> mm-hmm. like brian yeah. was the kind of of so this is our family brian was the kind of kid who would develop a way of speaking that sounded yeah. like this you'd say everything like this <laughs> that's and right everybody thought it was hilarious even your dad even your dad would laugh at that okay our dad would just sort of chuckle a little bit me and my mom thought it was awesome no one would stop me oh no so you encourage the bad behavior oh yes i was very encouraged in a lot of my bad behavior like my mom and steven both just found it hilarious and very interesting so i kept doing weird stuff yeah maybe maybe too many i think i think all of i think families all have that moment 
I do think your family probably had more moments like that. But yeah, I remember a couple of times when we because we, we road tripped a lot. Um, we, yeah. we, we drove out of Alaska, <laughs> which took yeah. forever. Um, yeah. And I just remember very vividly this. I was my my mom was playing Tetris. I was playing Pokemon. My dad was driving. Yep. We put yep. down our Game Boys for a second and we started to each say a word and see what <laughs> weird thing we came up with. And yeah. we were chuckling to ourselves and making funny words. And then finally, the one that we've remembered all these years later, the only one, my mom goes, moo. I say uh-huh. cow. And my dad says 20 for some reason. <laughs> and we laughed so hard. So... He had to pull the truck over. <laughs> yeah. He was going to crash because oh, he was tearing crash. down his face. And yeah, so yeah. I just, that yeah. your story reminded me yeah. of that. There's just so many amazing yeah. moments of, it's uh-huh. so yes. good to have a family who you yeah. who you grew up with and it's just nothing but love um yeah. mm-hmm. and and kindness and you're essentially friends with your parents i'm yeah. i'm so happy that i have that and you guys have that and and like I'm, you're I still playing like fortnite don't. with your dad to this day like that's yeah. Yeah. awesome yeah i know i just that's i great. love having my parents as as best friends essentially um yeah it's very cool <laughs> moo cow moo, yeah it was here here was the cadence moo cow 20 and then just eruption <laughs> of laughter um uh, okay well do we want to do one more era each or do we want to stop yeah. here um what it's how about long an have hour. we been going about an hour yeah that felt like a um, heartwarming into the episode yeah kind of. i think that was kind of a perfect ending unless we have a capper like a final no i don't you know, I, I i was curious Stephen. what's your early what would you say your earliest personality type was before awkward you know it's really strange because I remember things yeah. when I was like maybe four to yeah. eight, but so yeah. much of it was just reactive. It was I just like, yep, 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 yep. So much of it was just like, oh, I'm looking at this thing and oh, I'm doing this thing and now I'm here. Okay. Uh, yeah. When, so I look, I guess, when I think back on memories of that era, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't recall making a single choice. Right. Um, <laughs> that's what I was saying about the lying thing is that I don't remember making the choice to lie. I don't remember making the choice yeah. to play Pokemon. I remember mm. doing the things very well. Um, yeah. But there was no sense of even, I remember even back then, uh, this yeah. is the weird, this is the weird inception memory I have. Yeah. I, when I was like eight, I was remembering mm-hmm. something of when I was six and thinking, yeah. hmm, I don't remember having a choice in what I did back then. I'd like <laughs> yeah. to, it's very weird yeah. how yeah. until a certain age, you don't yeah. remember making choices. You just remember doing the thing that you're doing. Huh. Yeah, I think I just rem- I just remember making lots of choices at that age. Yeah, like, you were I don't know, maybe extremely it's again, but, like, yeah. introspective for a three-year-old. Like, it's a bit yeah. weird, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I remember making choices about, like, I wanted to spend, I wanted to spend as much time on the computer as possible. And I remember right. just trying to maneuver things so I could do that. And because, like, at that age, Stephen, we were, like, making those tapes together. We were making up stories for them. We were making up characters. And a lot of it was just silly yelling. But, like, well, I, again, I think it was largely because I was doing stuff with you three years older that I was, like, being I, thrown in. Because I would bring you along on everything. Way more decision-making than I should have had at four years old, five years old. Yeah, I think so. When you're, like, shy, introverted, and, like, the firstborn... Yeah, you were kind of going along with the things that the parents thought you should do. What is life? I don't know how all this works, but I I guess to answer your question, the earliest personality trait I can think was stubborn individualism. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Because that came before you didn't like going to kindergarten. I refused to do the classwork. 
because I thought yeah. it was dumb and pointless. That is the first yeah. like opinion oh. I remember. Because I feel like the first thing that hit you was stubborn, and the second thing that hit you was creative. Yeah, for sure. And then you said, "I'm going to stubbornly ignore the rest of the world and be creative <laughs> uh-huh. instead." I combined, combined the two them. things I had in this world. <laughs> I yeah. you're just unlocking more you're saying things that I'm like oh yeah, yeah oh yeah I just I'm slowly remembering more and more things yeah. mm-hmm. like also being defiant oh yeah. but that was a lie ah yeah. in like uh-huh. kindergarten or, or preschool I remember yeah. stealing a kid's paper and trying to mm-hmm. pass it off as mine <laughs> <laughs> wow so, you were just one of those kids that's like from the beginning you know this is going to be hard and i'm just trying to find the easy way out yeah yeah good grief yeah okay so yeah. i guess that was the character right even earlier not quite seven or eight but yeah. like five or six i was already yeah. being lazy and trying to scheme my way out of things um, yeah so if so from cameron we have deceptive one. and angry from steven we have on, stubborn angry. individual I, cameron <laughs> not was, angry I was oh not sorry i meant the kid. next the next phase was angry oh right? stubborn to angry to chill to depressed that's what i did okay stubborn. <laughs> the, negative, con- Steven, the negative emotions are those yeah, yeah for honestly sure. yeah. maybe you could just say individualism for me and just leave it at that like well, it all yeah. sort of ties into a that little more specific, and then though. steven you were like individual and then creative and then awkward and then happy. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. What yeah. here, here here's the end cap for this whole conversation. When was the first time as an adult you and it, this could be the mm-hmm. second you turned 18, you know, I don't know. Okay. When was the okay. first time as an adult you felt truly yeah. happy? Last Thursday. No, the Steven, first time. No, not the as first an, time. What does an adult count as? Eighteen. I don't know. Whenever you, okay. whenever you consider being, yeah. you were an adult. I consider the first day I stepped into college as the first day as an adult for me. So the first time I look back on it and be like, I was truly happy during that time. The first time, yeah, because okay. I can remember as an adult. So, so basically, so the transition into adulthood was very gradual yeah. and blurry for me so i don't have like yeah. this sure. was my moment of being an adult but yeah. if the question is the first time you can remember thinking i'm really content and happy with my life but not counting childhood sure yeah yeah, yeah. um okay okay now i didn't have an answer i was just <laughs> okay <laughs> cameron say yours and maybe it'll spark something for us earlier this year wow yeah and that's not a joke i wow i leapt right into depressive depression as an adult um which i wrote out for a a long long time uh and then Mm -hmm. in 2017 or so i kind of tried to claw my way out and it took that long to do so um i've had moments of happiness but until a couple of i think i even mentioned in an episode earlier uh, i until a couple of months ago i yeah always felt a looming sense of depression and yeah. uh that's gone i feel that's, i feel that's amazing pretty that's content pretty uh, incredible yeah. that's pretty and, and like you are a tenacious dude like you <laughs> yeah. may have been like that's the thing about you cameron is like you'll have yeah. you know like terrible health problems or depression or whatever but whenever like i kind of think on your life i'm like 
but Cameron will like get through it because like he can just put up with anything. <laughs> like he can make it through anything. He just incredibly. I do think you get a lot yeah. of that from your mom, I, from what I know about we her. We are both. We have a high tolerance for BS, essentially. Yeah, um, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, of mentally or physically BS. Yeah. Just we just yep. grin it and bear. Like I don't. I think my pain scale is very skewed. <laughs> yeah. Um, a ten to to some other people might be a five for me. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, the true happy. I mean, I was. I actually believe I was truly happy in high school. I I was yeah. the best moment of my life. Moments of my life were in high school. I was yeah. so such a happy person. Even trying yeah. to be cool, I was content and loving life. Yeah. College kicked my ass, um, yeah. and I never recovered. And it just kept on spiraling. And then this year, right. with the new job and the new house and the new everything, things yeah. are finally, finally out of the tailspin. That's awesome. What about you guys? Um, for me, it was definitely a gradual thing. So, you know, I had the the depression that I fell into from about 16 on. Mm. And I think, I don't know, I definitely can't put an exact time on it, but let's see what years we'd be working with here. So if I kind of started around 2010, I feel around 2013 or 2014, like near the end of Disembodied Voices, right kind of when we were starting Whales Are Whales. Oh, I, interesting. I had you as a friend and and Zach and Steven and Abigail and and uh, Ben. And I, I was had felt like I had a lot of exciting things to look forward to. And I was much less brooding. And I think that's when I started just being generally a much more generally content and optimistic person again. It was like fusing mm. kind of the uh-huh. the seriousness and the um the lack of naivete that I'd gotten through teenage years with the optimism and just weirdness and having fun of my childhood mm-hmm. and kind of fused into what my modern personality is like mm-hmm. right around there. And that's kind of when I stopped being depressed about things and just started being, you know, happy and excitable and interested in people and things else. I think it helped a lot getting outside of myself so i was right. taking trips yeah. to san antonio to hang out with abigail when we were friends and i was doing the podcast and we were starting happier at home and i had a job that i was doing that wasn't just going to college that felt useless and like <laughs> exciting interesting things were happening and i wasn't just stewing in my own depression mm-hmm. and so that was kind of the yeah 2013 or 2014 and also that's when you started playing here's of the storm so like exactly yeah, no that was another big thing like mm-hmm. playing starcraft with you we were getting to be way better friends that was when and... we became really good friends yeah which yeah. is funny because that was about the time yeah. when the real spiral started hitting hit me for me yeah um yeah but that's right what, what that yeah. means is though that you really helped carry me through that <laughs> yeah so i'm glad our, yeah. i'm glad our depressive uh spats that's were, true were balanced with each other and i was coming yeah. down as you were going up <laughs> yeah it's like 2012 2013 which is when i started making a lot of these friendships which is funny because i feel like people like you and certainly i know abigail and ben thought of me as just an extremely positive person yes like, I very did. very cheerful positive and i was not like the year or two before i met yeah, you guys yeah. we started spending time but yeah right around like 2012 um yeah that's like the beginning of 2012 i was still pretty darn depressed and by like the end of 2012 going into 2013 and 14 i was i I was definitely happy there so yeah what about you steven well i've been thinking about this whole time because it's really hard question Mm -hmm. for me to answer um i feel like you were happy at the start of adulthood so honestly i i I, was when i turned 18 i was yeah i was fine unlike me and cameron you were like this is great i guess maybe to kind of give a slightly different answer and kind of put a bow on it um yeah once i hit 18 though 
17 to 18 into 19, that's when our lives started entering what we see as like the the worst era of our lives when you were kind of depressed and distant. And obviously I didn't fully understand that at the time, but it meant that we weren't connecting as much. I was very purposely was trying to distance from family. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I would just kind of leave you alone more often. And I was busy myself anyway, because I was learning about college and I just hated Mm -hmm. every stinking step out of it. And I realized (laughs) I don't fit into college. What am I going to do when I have to leave this house? Yeah. So also kind of similar to you, I felt much more balanced and, and optimistic and for the future and um at the exact same time you did but yeah uh maybe the thing i'll say is that when i really felt like i wasn't just enjoying life but i was more internalizing it and able to put a name to my own lifestyle my own philosophy um was when he moved to the woodlands in 2017 yeah there's something about thinking that actually because Oh, go ahead, Cameron. No, 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 no. I was thinking that actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. nailed it. Because like, I guess just had an inkling. It was yeah, moving away from my old home and like yeah. new perspective, fresh world mm-hmm, to explore, mm-hmm. a place of my yeah. own. Like, it feels like a different existence for me. Honestly, the era from you know when we started college to moving to the woodlands, I. I if it had been feasible, I think moving out then would have been better. Yeah, probably <laughs> like, so. It, was, was, yeah. it all felt like an extended, this is going on too long. I was sure. actually going to say, I definitely think, while it was amazing that you guys were able to live in the same house yeah. with your parents yeah. together for so long, I really do think that you guys probably, even, even subconsciously, really p- took a huge step forward by leaving yeah um, oh definitely yeah. uh no, mentally no and socially you know everything um and especially for steven because you know i was three years younger so it wasn't mm-hmm. i wasn't that old when i moved out um beyond 18 it was like honestly two or three the years whole later. college thing but, was just a mistake <laughs> yes. it was just like it was, we my didn't friend, use our degree for anything it was like, like it if was i had just moved out it. i don't know if i would have been quite ready to move out at 18 but yeah. um Maybe it would have pushed me a little bit, but definitely we moved having... out to a town home or an apartment in Champions and started running Happier Home there, and then moved to the Woodlands four mm-hmm. or five years later. That probably would have been better. That probably, yeah. But, but you know, hey, we you, saved some extra money. We've saved some extra money. We had lots of time with our family and our home. Uh, we didn't yeah. feel rushed to, you know, yeah. get on with our lives and be pushed out of the door. And no. when I finally did get the distance, I feel like that's when I'm able to, you know, internalize yeah. it and be like, oh. I really get who I am separated from where Mm -hmm. I grew up. So that's my answer. And that's an interesting, like next phase we're moving into where now our, our childhood home is finally, finally getting sold and kind of moving on from that, Mm -hmm. from that part. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting moving and and, and houses are such a, visceral thing to think back on yeah. because it's it's it, yeah. you don't think about them while you're there but when you leave you're like oh my god i spent yeah. so mm-hmm. much time in that building yeah. thing you know like yeah. what it's yeah. just and i'm an object but it's so not it basically yeah. has a personality of its own um yeah. and that's why walking around onita and looking at all my old houses back when we did mm-hmm. it together was very emotional for me because yeah. i was like there, there yeah. there's the house where i broke the letter off the front there's the house that i yeah. you know drove my four-wheeler around probably a thousand yeah. times you know it's just there's the stairway yeah. where i kicked my friends <laughs> <laughs> kicked them down the stairs very yeah. specifically a house for that one that's for sure because um, yeah. we moved four times so i had four houses you know um yeah. yeah it's it's crazy do you guys feel do you guys feel sad that your parents are moving out of the house or 
Yeah, we've talked about that some. I think I feel a little bit sad, but honestly, kind of like us moving out, it just feels like it's time, past mm. time. They've been there for so long, yeah. and the area has been getting a lot more urban and less uh, walkable and less friendly uh, to to their lifestyle. And it just it crime is getting a lot worse, and they've been wanting to move for like three to four years, but couldn't because of the housing market. So mm. it's been such a prolonged yeah. goodbye that primarily I'm feeling the emotions of like, yeah, this is like when we moved out, like, yeah, this is time. Yeah. This is dead. Yeah. yeah. But there's also, and I'm sure like when it, you know, we finally hand the keys and I can't go there anymore. That's going to be definitely sad because that the vast majority of my life has been spent either in that house or certainly with, with that house as part of my life. Like there Mm -hmm. are literally countless memories there um, for, for me and for, for, my whole family so yeah yep that's uh definitely it's i I can i can pinpoint the house with the era of my life pretty easily houses are such an emotional thing even moving into this new house um even even the negative emotions live in houses uh where I, i moved out of that horrible house i lived in and i and i realized how miserable i was in that house and leaving was a catharsis experience i was like the one at the school yeah yeah it was just this tiny little square horrible apartment that just was so cramped and and it just was miserable and when i got into another house i realized how miserable i was so living in a space that you connect with and just is a little bit beautiful and it's a little bit like just feels right yeah yeah. to me is so important like yeah you don't have to have a ton of money you don't have to live in the nicest neighborhood ever but pick somewhere that you feel truly comfortable and feel like you enjoy looking at it yeah <laughs> like, and i'm there now i'm i'm I, yeah i literally guys i don't know how like old your this hammock. makes me yeah. but i like to stand I, I put on i'm when i'm on my desktop i'm just watching youtube or whatever yeah. i like to stand up yeah. and just look out the window yeah that's awesome <laughs> look at my beautiful I yard that. that i'm keeping the grass it's like for green. me i mean you you've seen my room camera there's just like trees out the yeah, windows yeah and i just love to just sit there like when i'm doing my stretches or whatever and just look at the trees and i'm like this is just nice yep. this is just pleasant to, to see yeah. so yeah i think that's huge so i'm i'm so happy that that you you found that and, that and you, got and you that guys cause... too honestly and you guys with the yeah. woodlands and then your parents too like gosh yeah, they, yeah. i mean i know they're yeah. gonna be sad they're leaving but great. i yeah. bet you their new place in the woodlands is awesome yeah i'm excited oh, to see it is it. i can't wait for you to see it i'm it's sad really, i didn't really get good. to see the la- the other house one more time because even yeah. i have lots of memories with that house you yes, know that was yeah. yeah a lot of my memories have camera in it that's true which is really weird <laughs> and awesome um and yeah. Uh, yeah so i'm kind of sad i'm not gonna be able to see it either um but i'm yeah. very excited for your parents i think they're gonna be so yeah. happy in the woodlands yeah I really I, it's too. something i've definitely learned about looking back on eras throughout life and just generally living is that the, like there's this sort of wave of change almost like you're living inside yeah. a story where you kind of just yeah. know it's time for the next chapter like it's time to, yeah. to do something new and fresh and see something yeah yeah that you haven't seen before and i really think yeah. that's where our parents are right now so i'm definitely yeah. like i've processed it i'm yeah i was sad but i'm the more overwhelming feeling is excitement because it's yeah. like it really feels like 2022 is a start of new eras yeah. in general i think true for a lot of people coming out of the pandemic yep uh and it sounds like for you cameron for sure happened a little um, earlier but essentially the same time frame end of 2021 end of 2021 yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, totally. And, so, and, and, and that's the thing is, I had that same epiphany, Steve. What you said, Stephen, it's like it's time for a change. But then yeah. my stubborn ass didn't change yeah. Yeah. for only yep. two and a half years, and I was miserable. Yeah. And then when I finally that's gave often up, often what can cause the most miseries, and we just won't accept that it's mm-hmm. time for something to change. Yeah. Yep, like that's yeah, that's definitely was my hardest part of life, where I was like holding on but refusing to just let things yeah. change to whatever they're going to change to yeah let it yeah. go is scary to, of your old yeah because you, you're you're yeah. so let you're so more scared of the unknown than you are yes. of the known even if the known sucks yeah. you know yeah a lot and that's i think where my parents super were at some point with the move it's like i don't want to we're comfortable here and it's so it's much like, work but will you really too, keep you know? being comfortable there yeah, yeah. yeah. yep mm-hmm. yeah the amount of work can be intimidating so. but once you pull the bandit off yeah. essentially yeah it's uh it's it's you ju- you just thrive in the new look if you yeah. if you manage it properly and you pick the right the spots right yeah and it sometimes mm-hmm. isn't you know um yeah totally and that's but, why it's a risk like if it was and that's a why it's scary <laughs> like, yeah, that's why it's scary to let go because they're like what if i enter a worse era and sometimes you do but yeah, yeah. but yeah no that was a really good topic uh mm-hmm. thanks Cameron, i hope for i hope our one listener that. edgar allen enjoyed this incredibly personal yeah. examination <laughs> of ourselves as people i would love to know a, a single yeah. era of Edgar Allen's life. Oh my God! You don't have to be too be personal best. if you don't want to. But Edgar, if you just want to give, what was your most interesting era of you yeah. and and your and life? What video game were you playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a so, lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was great. Um, so, what video game were you playing, Cameron? <laughs> your current era. Um, my right now, I am playing destiny because the new raid is amazing <laughs> i've been playing it a lot and oh, i've been playing a platformer called demon turf i've never even a little bit heard nope, of that me neither is it good it's pretty interesting and cool it's not like amazing okay, but wow. it's super unique <laughs> yeah we need to play something again sometime yeah, it's been a very long we do. time uh, we, do. Yeah. we do we do we do, that, we do. <laughs> yeah we'll figure something out um yep steven what have you been playing <laughs> uh well in we're, this new era what play... is your defining game of this era animal crossing <laughs> <laughs> that's fair it will fair be for enough. the rest of my life that's, that's always fine <laughs> okay, if, if, if we're talking about this era neon yeah. white is definitely my defining oh, game yeah. of this era if, if i there consider this era kind of a half a year or so definitely neon yeah. white 100 yeah. percent. i still get that yeah. game song stuck in my head all the time you were just mm-hmm. obsessed with that game. it's so good yeah. it's so good i'm really curious to go back to it and for uh steven to um yeah try beat my scores please <laughs> and then we'll try to beat your scores so that you can come back and beat us yep and get the satisfaction uh, <laughs> and kick us <laughs> all right kick, thanks kick, kick. thanks everyone for listening you're thanks, welcome everyone thank for you listening. cameron uh you're thank you you thank you yes thank you Stephen. Uncast. <laughs> and thank me me beacons um, of professionalism we are absolutely <laughs> luminaries in our field uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you all next month have a month, have a month. i got there first